0: Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a bartender advice podcast. That is Cheaper
1: Than Therapy. We're your hosts. I am Shauna. And Amadel. And Hi. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and I I am too. God I was say, damn it. And I am not, but that's a, well, a it's a it's a lie. fine line. It's a gray area. <laughs> Listen, define actually don't define it. I'm I'm afraid. No,
0: that's a scary that's yeah, a don't, scary don't definition. Define it. It's gonna yeah. be a little bit scary. Yeah, that's a scary definition with my cocktail uh, in hand right here.
1: Well, this uh, is a dark turn and we just started.
0: No! <laughs> it's so positive. Look how amazing we are. We are an amazing podcast that has that we talk about alcohol and and we talk about uh the amazing stories of like where people have been where they're going, what they're doing. Um and I I mean, I can't think of a better podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, you can? I mean, there's like Uh, No, don't even say them, Don't even say them We we, we could just stop at that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
0: like you know, there's a few that was like. I mean, I listen to daily, you know, but like, uh, yeah, I listen to mine like weekly, and then oh, and I speak of it weekly, so I feel like it's top up there.
1: I listened to ours too, just to make sure that I didn't say anything fucking stupid. Oh shit! Really? Has have you ever listened back ever and been like, why didn't you like edit that? Uh I listened back from way when we first started, like, you know, four years ago. It's been like almost four years. Like, are you kidding from, me? Is it's that been true? a while. It's been almost four years, Sean. It's been a while. It's been it's been a while. <laughs> I listened to like I have listened, and I don't do it like uh, ever again, but I've listened to and I'm like, fuck, I sound so fucking drunk. What the <laughs> fuck? Why are you publishing this shit? Dude, the early played, episodes are insane. We just got too drunk. We didn't know uh, we didn't know that. There's Everything a, needs a structure that is a structure to success. There's Not legit like, an episode that back when I was
0: I was still editing the podcast where I had to, like, legit cut myself out <laughs> for the last, like, 20 minutes of the podcast. Like, I literally just deleted my entire, like, file of audio. And I was just... Like, I'm not even putting
1: any of this in. Like it was
0: unlistenable.
1: Like I mean, we we used to have a lot of fun when we were allowed to get together. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we got our shit together. We don't do that anymore. I mean, we get drunk, but not that drunk. No, we're adults now. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? We've grown. But up. Um, I have definitely listened to episodes where I'm like, God damn it, I sound so fucking drunk. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing. Like, I'm not sure to lie. Not it's, not like, funny. it's like it's like why are we. <laughs> but so those days are gone. We are better. Well, I I have been drinking
0: whiskey, so we'll
1: see how this goes. I would drink a little mezcal. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, like, okay. I have something I do want to talk about a little bit before we jump uh, right into this amazing episode. You know who who wrote that song? No. Who? Billy Joel. Not really. I was just looking at the top top charters of, like, what the best t- top five, like, tar- uh, billboard, like, best-selling albums of all time. Billy Joel was number six. <laughs> when? Right now? Uh, I, I'm i not right now. I'm not doing it right Is now. Is he but... still
1: alive? I don't know. Yeah, dude. He's oh, a... I, don't, I don't... He's
0: He's got... He, he bangs those keys, baby. He oh, bangs yeah, the know. keys. Okay. Uh, so wait, what was I talking about? <laughs> you want to get something off your chest. Oh yeah. Well, oh no, nothing serious. I, I, I wanted to take an opportunity cause I always do this at the end or like I do it in between the episode, but then I was given a little bit of like, like somebody was like, why don't you say something about like what you guys are doing in talk Tales in the beginning of the episode? Like not at the end of the episode. I was like, why? I mean, that's What's fair. The difference? I don't know because, like, people might be like, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs>
2: like, All right, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I <laughs> They're get like,
0: it. Okay. And okay. I don't want to listen to this anymore. We got the gist. You or know, you so, can just skip it at the beginning and then go into the good stuff later. Okay. Let's say this. Okay. If you want to skip this stuff, there's a little thing on your podcast app that you could, like, fast forward 30 seconds. And I'll make this about two minutes. So <laughs> no, just <joking. laughs> So
1: you'll still listen to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Um, oh, I, okay. So, what I want to say is, Cocktails Entertainment has been doing crazy cool stuff. And I just wanted to say what we've been doing. And basically, we've been doing these cocktail classes that have blown up, and we're launching into this amazing website that is going to be selling cocktail kits nationally. And like, we have this e commerce store that's being built out by the amazing company, Website Genie, and it's going to be it's going to be so radical. And I just want to say like thank you for everyone who's been like supportive of cocktails and and thank you Adele for like always being like with me and by my side and like being the best freaking partner in this like oh, endeavor shocked. that we've been doing. This- together Aww. for apparently four years now Almost like jesus years. christ that's crazy Aww, um and so the 2021 is going to be pretty fucking rad and i know i like to say that for the end but i wanted to say something at the beginning because it's like really really rad what's going to be happening here and what has happened and we've you know we've brought people together and i'm i'm personally proud of it but i'm personally proud of our team that has done it um and extremely proud of our team that's done it and I just want to be a little sentimental about that situation. Is that
1: okay? kind of making me fucking cry, Shauna. Jeez. I know. Well, I'm, I'm not all ball jokes, dude. I'm not <laughs> all <laughs> ball jokes. I know. I mean, we've definitely come a long way. Like, I uh, just, I mean, just to tie it all in together, like, we used to kind of this has always been a, a a fun project and to quote you, you said that the, the second this stuff being fun it's the second, I'm going to stop doing it. And it's always been a lot of fun, but it is ultimately like a project that needs to be structured. And I think it's taking us like, you know, a long time to figure out like what works and what doesn't. And I think now we've figured out like what works and what doesn't. I mean, just we, we've met a lot of cool people along the, the road and a lot of people have shown up for us in ways that are pretty rad. A lot of brands have backed us up in ways that are pretty rad, um, and, and I'm just really grateful. And then when I hear people like gushing over like how much love our pockets, I'm all like, oh my God, you fucking cry. Like, it's just like really <laughs> cool that we, you know, that we have, um, cause there are a lot of incredible service industry pockets out there, but they all kind of like rotate around, um, serious issues or more maybe educational. And like, we, we wanted to do something different than that. And, and you do bring people together through, through laughter. And I think that's something that we've been doing, um, whether we were so drunk you couldn't understand what the fuck we're saying <laughs> mm-hmm. forward to a few years after to we were like kind of have like a pseudo like you know guide for it um I mean we used to have Matt as a hose love you Matt rest in peace so. no like he's not dead <laughs> but we love him we miss him um just thought a thing had shifted, just and, and he's alive and well, and we well. If I could hug him right now, I would. I would. I'd do uh, it. But you know, just you know, it's just been it's been a ride, and it's been a lot of fun, and that's for sure. And that's something that, especially now with pandemic, like this is like the only thing that that I do entirely out of pleasure. Like uh-huh, me the, too. Other like other than this, I don't know. I, it's there's spark and then there's you know drinking out of sadness, and then there's this, which is like a very. <laughs> just like a very like i enjoy this too much you know it's like the thing that keeps me sane every week so yeah i love you yeah anyways do you too. want to marry me or something yeah,
0: okay sure yeah <laughs> let's go to oaxaca baby yeah um okay so that being said like us bring you know the fact that we didn't int- intend it to happen but it's just happened and people are com- have come together through this crazy little cocktails world um and that being said we we Find it therapeutic for ourselves, I would say, to be able to talk about everything that we experience, but there's also another agenda here. And we're gonna bring in another, another opinion and another expert advice giver to give some therapy that is cheap.
1: And Cheaper. <laughs> true. <laughs> Cheaper than therapy. That, you know, this, I want to preface this guest by saying she is the only woman I've been terrified to fight. And that is a fact Terrified So much so that I was like I need to like Make weight class That's not on her weight class Because she's going to Kick my fucking
0: ass Okay, you need a little context here Because everyone listening Who doesn't know What you're talking about Basically thinks You're you're bringing in Your like nemesis right now
1: Well, let's introduce She's not my I love her Listen, she's our guest We have today Carissa Kaufman Yay what? Thank you so much For being here with us How oh, are you?
3: having me uh, Yeah, Great. I am
2: awesome. I'm so excited to be doing this with you guys. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> so to give a
1: context of what I just said, uh, Car- I, Chris and I met, um, last year, which oh, actually feels like so fucking long ago. We met, met last year for bartending boxing, which is a program, um, that's sponsored by Casadores tequila. And they basically, uh, train bartenders for 12 weeks, uh, to learn boxing, um, to become really healthy and really in shape and just kind of, and at the end of all of this, you have a fight and you fight your peers. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely the fucking hardest thing I've ever done because it's just boxing. First of all, boxing and drinking do not mix, like at all, right? Like, it, and even if I was good or bad, like if I had a glass of wine the night before and then I went and trained, I could taste it in my sweat. It was disgusting. So you're not, you're, yeah, you're not drinking, you're training, you're eating well. And um, Carissa, she's a very athletic girl she's very like built like athletically built she's very tall she's uh she's very fit like and a gazelle I'm, she's like a gazelle she's a long lean lady and I'm more of a of a like yeah I party kind of chunky you know like I'm like short and like I'm like a Volvo you no know like way, short Adele. and low to the ground. No you you're, you're <laughs> like a dependable?
0: you're like a no you're like a like a sh- strong
1: like a, strong a, like
0: bull. You're strong like bull yeah <laughs> you're like is different. No, I uh, need to think of like what the animal is. I'm thinking of like what do you call that? The the armadillo? No, <laughs> no, uh... no, <laughs> no. The one that like the, the I want to say like a mongoose, but it's not
3: a mongoose. <laughs> it's the one. <laughs> when no, I see it's... Hand, I think like sloth or whatever. Like no, that's what the one no, I mean. <laughs> it's the one
0: like the one that's like don't give a shit. The something that doesn't give a shit. Oh, a uh, uh, uh,
3: honey badger. Yeah, you're like a honey badger. <laughs> Dude, aren't those things like deadly or something? They're like intense. Have you they're seen adult hands? They're death weapons. <laughs> Anyways,
1: so uh, you fight according to your weight class, like in boxing. It's all about weight, not necessarily height, right? So, Carissa, you're what five ten?
3: Oh God, no! I'm like just shy of five nine.
1: Whatever, I'm that feels like you're six feet tall. No, I'm nowhere near there. So, so we have to post or like wait to kind of see everybody's progress. And I was just like always nervous when my weight was like in somewhere whether I was losing weight and Carissa was gaining weight or, or vice versa. What I can't remember what, what was happening, but. This the closer I got to her weight class, I was like, oh, fuck, no. I need to skip, like, five fucking meals right now. I cannot fight that bitch. She's going to kick my fucking ass. Dude, I was dropping weight
3: so crazy. It was actually... I don't even understand how I... um, Well, it's it's
1: an intense... Like, I think people underestimate it's not just punching, like, like boxing. Sparring, specifically, is one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like, it's really, really intense, and it takes a lot of physical condition. And that program is really incredible i cannot speak more highly about it like you really they really like kick your ass into shape and and it was really cool and we're i'm so sad that pandemic started a month before a big fight because you had been training five Mm. times a week a lot of us trained five times a week we fucking were eating so well and doing so well and then that you know pandemic happened so we couldn't do that anymore but kind of sort of relieved that i didn't have to fight you so i was like oh whoops i guess i don't get to fight carissa now that's cool that's cool too but yeah, so that's how her and I met.
0: That's pretty much the most epic way to meet somebody. I'm just saying. Like, it's, like how, them? it's like how Rocky met, like, what's the other person in Rocky? The I don't, This is a bad well, she reference. Has, he has,
1: like, that girlfriend. What's her name? Like, blah,
0: blah, blah, Adrian. Blah,
1: oh, Adrian, whatever the fuck <laughs> is.
0: I know that. <laughs> but Carissa, uh, okay, so now, fast forward, we're in bartender pandemic land here uh so i'm really i'm very excited that you're on here and uh, able to, you know able to share your story um and then what you've been up to because a lot of us bartenders have been finding different outlets been finding different jobs been doing a bunch of different things and you have an interesting story about how you had to go back into work at a certain point and that be, did you do the get laid off and then go back to work situation. So yeah, yep. like l- let people know a little bit about that, like how that experience was for you. Sure.
3: Um, so I was working at Odium uh, during the, or uh, just right before the shutdown or the first initial shutdown. And um, unfortunately they have not opened up back yet. Um, so around August, I, you know, when unemployment was kind of uncertain, we didn't really know what was going on. I started looking for another job and um, was lucky to fall into the situation with the Draycott um, down at the Palisades. So um, went back to work uh, first week of August and then uh, continued all the way through until uh, Thanksgiving for that second shutdown. Wow. And since then, have been off again. Um, That's but- a long
0: Christmas vacation. I'm just saying.
3: It is aggressive, yes. Um, <laughs> got to see my family a lot, which was so fun. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's the first time I didn't have to, I wasn't able to didn't have it, an excuse. So, uh, yeah. Oh man. Sorry. I'm working Christmas day. Ma can't see you next year. Um, Bitch, you're just, unemployed. Yeah. Oh, my favorite thing is every time my mom calls me and she says anything, she's like, what are you up to? Oh, nothing. Right. I'm like,
1: thanks Rude, mom. mom. Yeah. Rude.
0: Yeah. You're like, like by oh, the way.
1: No. I have been up to burrito this high. Yeah. <laughs> I've been killing burritos, mom. Like, can you now. eat a burrito in 10 minutes? I
3: didn't think so. Yeah. What? Mom. Super busy mom. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, it's weird not having that excuse and just being very, very available. Um, so it's been, um, basically I've just been doing my best to keep busy trying to do little random here and there jobs, but for the most part, just doing more social media work and, you know, utilizing that degree of mine that I haven't touched in six years. So. Look at you, you know, doing what I can, trying, <laughs> but it is so, weird. I, I miss bartending a lot. So what, if you could like pinpoint the one thing you really, really miss
0: about bartending, what do you, what do you think that like the main like core thing that is like, man, I really, really could do this again.
3: I miss that feeling of when you, someone comes in and whether it's their first time or, you know, they're excited to be back and you can tell that you just like completely made their day. You did something that was so like, no matter how small, how big, it was just something that you knew you changed their day, week, month. I don't care if I can make someone smile, make them leave in a better mood than when they came in. I've done my job entirely. So I just, yeah, I miss like having those fun moments. And, you know, I miss going to bars and experiencing that myself firsthand. Mm -hmm. So, and that comes in really
1: small acts too. That could be something as simple as like remembering somebody's name when they come back Mm -hmm. and that makes their day, you know, and, and, and I miss that. And I miss going to bars, but my other bar friends work and then having like a little community amongst that. Like, I love that. I miss that.
3: I it's completely it's the community it's the I mean I even had regulars that weren't in you know hospitality but they they should have been they honestly knew more about drinks knew more about just like everything the culture and they were just so much fun and I I miss that like I have regulars that I would love to be like hey can we like actually hang out or like <laughs> yeah. I don't know I'm like I'm like damn I really don't know you that well but uh let's be best friends now um those relationships happen
0: though like i've had numerous people in the course of my years of bartending where like i'm still on text message like basis with people that i haven't seen in different places of the country like where it's like you're my friend no matter what we we share a common interest you know and whether or not it's actually bartending it's like we figure these things out in the atmosphere of a bar and like dude how cool is that? You know, it's like a very special thing that like if you think of a lot of other industries. It's like, where, where else do you really get that? You know, where yeah. anyone can walk in and guess what? You can find a connection.
3: I can't say I had any regular Abercrombie that I was like, we're best friends now. Hey. Um, <laughs> definitely. Those definitely jeans. Definitely don't want to hang out with
0: any of those people. <laughs> um, those jeans. I wear those same pair.
3: Let's do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, I, that's like the one part that, you know, growing up in California, I'm so glad that I live far enough away from those malls that I worked at that I just, you know, I don't know anybody from those days. So if I didn't just announce that on a public podcast, nobody would even know.
0: <laughs> uh, no. Carissa, do you have a, before we like open these call lines, uh, mm-hmm. I know we got a lot of callers waiting to go, get on here, but, uh, Do you have, like, a specific, like, story that, like, comes to mind that, you know, from bartending that you would like to share? Whether it be crazy, insane, amazing, beautiful, something that really, like,
3: just pops out into your brain right now. God, I'm... Why is it that the first thing that came to mind when you asked that is like my horrific experiences, like all the bad things that have happened bartending? It's I mean, like, but that's that's uh, how it is,
0: though. That's a part of the experience. A form character. That's yeah. true. Backbone.
3: Yeah, nothing like uh, having a tin of Aramos explode on you mid-shift and being covered in egg, like <laughs> in your button-down oh, shirt. God. And having to do like the rest of the shift after shaking for like 15 minutes and just being like... <laughs> egg all over you and like (laughs) trying to hold back tears like this is fine i don't smell like shit and you didn't get your drink and everything's great Um, like except for my
0: my, except for my biceps they're fucking schooling right now
3: (laughs) they're the only only winners in this situation (laughs) i make a lot of ramos's bro that's so
0: (laughs) Do you even Ramos, bro? <laughs> even, Dude, even Ramos, that's a great. Bro. We should totally get a tattoo on, like a bicep tattoo, yeah, like, right "Do you Ramos?" Look at
3: right
0: <laughs> like Ramos. Oh, oh my god. god, that's actually a great Carissa, fucking idea. I don't, you don't, I don't see any tattoos on you, but I'm pretty sure that should be the first one. I, a I do. Do you Ramos?
3: <laughs> <laughs> do you even Ramos, bro? On my bicep is pretty sure how my parents would. I'm me. not joking. <laughs> I will get that tattooed on
0: me. I'm not joking. I will do it. <laughs> get a Ramos on your on your arm
3: Uh, it goes next
0: to my booyah (laughs) booyah
1: ramos
3: (laughs) how high would your head go though would you make it like real aggressive like really flex on these people or would you be like modest you know i would make it real aggressive like driving a big truck
1: like that is how (laughs) fucking big my head is but actually not really in real life you know that's how i would go about my ramos tattoo just a Dude, ridiculous this, head
3: like, three inches but it's
1: <laughs> literally like a little it was like an auto pop homie check that out now
0: i'm just imagining like a little penis head with a little foam <laughs> <on it.
2: laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: shut up i was gonna hold back and i wanted to say <laughs> something but i was like no Carissa, not the time you were only one mezcal deep you wait for you start <laughs> but, hey
0: uh, i'm cleaning my act up here okay I used I didn't I didn't say I didn't say say anything like you know I like I normally do. Uh You just did. No, it was Adam it's like a body has had with a little Uh, foam coming out of it. Okay, but like the foam. okay, fine. Okay, fine. (laughs) I take it back. Take it back.
1: (laughs) I thought I thought it was PC. That was a family podcast. (laughs) I <laughs> guess not.
3: I was gonna send this to my grandma, but I guess I can't anymore. I guess you I can't know what anymore. I did? I did this bartending podcast. <laughs> Tune in Grammys. Oh my god! Poor Mitzi. She was oh, really. Oh man. Oh man. No. Well, I mean, the fact that we can
0: even have this outlet, I'm for. So penis headed up, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. So okay, let's yeah. listen to some calls. Yeah. Oh, you ready? I know the I know the 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 switchboard is going crazy. I'm switching switching over here. I'm like I'm switching like a like a cow udder
1: <laughs> A cow. Okay. All right.
0: That's one. I'm, I'm a switch. I'm a I'm switching. Let's go. <laughs> you're like get on the calls already okay i'm good all right let let me let me switch this udder over here you
3: went to the other side that's that's a really big ass cow (laughs) just milk this
2: side you
3: you didn't see
0: these udders i'm just telling you uh wait i gotta figure out where these are okay hold on this is the thing about getting older like things connections go slower Probably because the alcohol. <laughs> is, I was say that. No, it's just more like the alcohol involved in that getting older process. In no, your eyes, you have to like kind of like be like, what am I looking at? And then also your knees. Your knees don't get better. They just don't. That's
1: because you're a runner. See, I don't have that problem because yeah. I don't do shit.
0: So, <laughs> well, not, there's gonna be something. You you got to get after like 36 on. There'll be something. I'm telling you. All right, here we go. It's the first color. There
2: we go. Hi. What is the single most
0: awkward interaction you've ever had with a customer? And how did you handle it? Thanks. we get
3: Thanks. that? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, wow. The single most awkward interaction and how did I handle it? Oh, man. We had... I, I hate to bring up a cat reference because I'm a crazy <laughs> cat lady. Um, but um, one of my coworkers told me he's like you're you're just putting out a saucer of milk, and I didn't understand that until I realized it's um, this gentleman came into the bar and was quite fond of me, and I was being nice as a bartender shall be, and. Um, he was telling me about how he was so excited to, um, move to the area and he's looking for his new, like neighborhood bar. So in my head, I'm like, cool, this guy's going to be coming in all the time. I'm going to like, make sure he gets a really great, you know, service and experience. And so he's uh stoked to come back. And, um, that was misinterpreted as like, you're my girlfriend now. Mm. So every time he would come in, it was like, he would just kind of wait until I was on or whatever was going on. Like he kind of just like started learning my schedule and would just sit at the bar for hours and get hammered, like just gone. He'd be like chain smoking cigarettes outside, coming back in more martinis, more cocktails. Like he just wanted everything from me. And, um, and so it got to this point where he would be coming in and my coworkers would be like, Hey dude, like, you know, seat nine or whatever. And I'd look over and be like, no, oh, no. So I would do my best to stay on the other side of the bar or like avoid it. Do you do and the not it?
0: Because not no. it, not it, totally is a real rule at a bar. Oh no! It's if you Absolutely. say not
3: it, that stands. Oh one. no! I mean, you would think so, but uh, my coworkers were like, "Not nah, it!" Like you put that milk saucer out there. You were the one that like that's that's you. <laughs> that's your regular. That's all you, boo. So
0: oh, that's bullshit. I would be, I would oh. be like, I would be like, but like hitting them be like, hell no. I said, not it. That's not how this uh, works. Pick it over there. That printer. Um, like,
2: no way. Go... I
3: said, not it. That counts. That's real rules. I, you know, I don't know. I, I so just then you, had to you had to go take care of the cat every single day. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's days where, like I said, he'd be slow and like, I'd have to cut him off and it was just awkward. Cause it's like oh, I'm cutting you off and you're gonna be back in tomorrow because you live next door. And it's just like, uh, uh. And so, I can't even say how I did a good job handling it because I just was like, I had such a hard time. Like I'm the type of person that cuts off people when they need to be. I will, you know, handle things when they need to be. But my tolerance is like, I just dealt with it day well, in and out.
0: What was and- the end game though? Because obviously you're not seeing
1: the guy anymore. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> does, he love, does he follow you on social media or any of those platforms oh no
3: no okay. this uh this dude has not found me and um oh i That's mean so i funny. forgot to mention he's like brought presents for me he was like really into me he would come in and he'd be like like where's the pretty one and <gasps> literally would say oh, that.
2: no and
3: my coworkers would be like Okay, um, that's, where, what that's where about. I
0: would show up and be like, "Hey, <laughs> something, boy."
3: <laughs> Literally, they would just send over like the first guy bartender working, be like, "Hey, dude, like, yeah, go, go like heard, just looking for the pretty one." I heard you wanted the pretty one. <laughs> yeah. So you know that was that was fun. Nothing like being objectified and uh, you know yeah. deal with all
0: that. Uh, that's a big one. You know what's funny is like I'm I'm gonna jump off this one uh, because you totally like. Through this story right into my mind about like probably the most weird awkward encounter I've ever had as a bartender again, it was one of these dudes that like get really like connected or like walk, oh, yeah. you know they're connected to you kind of thing and <laughs> oh my god this guy
1: he, i think uh, i know what you're talking about Shana. oh no and your laugh is contagious
0: I'm i don't sorry. know. <laughs> i don't know there's been a few not because i um, this is not this has nothing to do with like like anything it's just like this they, they when you're a bartender especially i don't know if men have the same encounter but like women bartender they like these guys kind of like do this whole like hovery little thing and they're like oh puppy so they need to be fed in their mouths um uh-huh and um and so everything yeah and so well this little this one it was this was when i first started bartending at this dive bar or like neighborhood bar and uh mm-hmm. this guy he i like i'm like one of those people that's kind of like i like i'll just talk to anyone just like i like oh cool you seem like you're lonely so i'm gonna talk to you you know yeah. uh yeah i'll be your buddy no problem and but then like then i'll learn i'm like oh i probably shouldn't have been this friend this guy's buddy <laughs> Because things change really quickly, and this one changed very awkwardly into crab cakes in his pockets. <laughs> what crab cakes? He's like, yeah, you want to He worked at a crab shack. <laughs> oh no! And so oh, he's no. like, so he pulled crab cakes out of his pockets and was like, error. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. And I was like, okay, this one's done. And I'm like. out Out. no i didn't do that i was still really polite because it was like a weird it was just like you know a strange encounter, very strange encounter but like yeah crab cakes how do you deal with crab cakes in the pocket like don't like don't bring out your crab
1: cakes in the pocket in to me i don't want to to feed them to you he was like a cat bringing you like a dead mouse like i brought you a present yeah it was like a present it was like a gift and i'm like first of all disgusting Well, this is the Carissa. I'm sure like this guy's bringing you gifts.
0: And like, hopefully it was something better than a goddamn pocket crab cake. (laughs) He brought me a
3: journal. um, Oh, you know, he said he's like, I feel like you probably write some good music. Or it's something that like I like I'm very artistic and he's like, you should write music. So he got me a like music journal, which is even uh,
0: scarier because that means he left drunk blacked out and then woke up the next day it was like thinking about it no it was like
1: idolizing you in a weird way that like in his brain you are artistic and you are like fucking like this singer songwriter that you know goes to open mics and like sings about your dead mom or some shit like that you know what i mean that's literally his (laughs) idea of of you and that's probably what he jerked off to sorry Adele! My Adele! Adele. <laughs> <It's> probably <laughs> true. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, um, Adele, you got one? I think I have two that come to mind. My first, 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 first bartending job that I had that I a lot of a little shit fly that I didn't realize was inappropriate back then because I was young and naive. But there was a, a dude that would come in all the time and he a lady friend of him would come and meet him and they would always get hammered. She was way younger than he was. And then one day she saw a hammer and she's like, you need to tell him to break up with his wife. And I'm like, what? That's and I'm like, awkward. yeah. I just like, she's like, he's only staying like in front of him. She's only staying with him because she's dying from cancer and she doesn't have insurance without him. And he's Ugh. just like break up. He doesn't have to divorce her yet. She's going to die anyways. And I was just like, this is super uncomfortable. Forward to a few hours later when they were more hammered, they're like savagely making out. So that was oh that was definitely like an affair thing while the wife was in hospice dying from cancer, and the guy it was a whole thing it made me feel so uncomfortable that I'm just like, I guess this is bartending. This is what I got <laughs> to put up with. And then another more recent one, which is guy that would come into my bar all the fucking time. So like he would always come in like late at night when it was really busy. So we never had this like interaction where like we became. I don't know his name. He didn't become a regular like in a First name basis, but I, his face was very familiar to me. We're going to call him Kentro. He, he, yes, <laughs> sure. He came in and he was like super hammering. He's so like, dude, you look just like Mia Khalifa. And I'm like, first of all, I don't. And I was wearing glasses. And I'm like, just because I'm brown, wear glasses and I'm a big nose does not mean I look like fucking Mia Khalifa. Second of all, you just told me, you picture me choking on a dick. That is fucking Gross. And I was just like, uh, okay. Like, am I supposed to say thank you? Because that's really offensive. Okay. No, Desa so, and Mia Khalifa. Good for her. But you know what I mean? Like, it was just fucking weird because we look nothing alike. And I was just like, uh. I just had okay. to Google who it was because I don't know yeah, who that is. I was is. just
3: going to say, I was like, no, are you No, away? I was going to
1: say, don't Google her.
3: Well, I Google it. And it was a big old dick in her mouth. Exactly. <laughs> She seems really funny on social media, though. I will give her that. And I, I you know. Know she's I have
1: no idea. She she's she got really famous, because so, she was like uh, Lebanese and she did this like thing with a. anyways. Uh we don't look anything alike. And I'm just no. like, that is so fucking weird that you're saying that to me. Ew, that was very uncomfortable. But I was just like, okay. <laughs> you're you're like, yeah, Matthew what do you was, say? You're like, cool. I thanks, was just like, bro. No, I was like, is that a compliment? Because I, I was like, um, Anyways, you want to keep the tab open or you want to close it out? Right? You should probably close it out. are like, oh,
0: okay, so you're ready to close out. Cool. Here's your check. To close out, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Oh my gosh! Here we go. There's another caller.
2: Hi. Um, I wanted to ask Carissa a couple questions. I wanted to know what was her first bartending job, and what uh, were her favorite bars to visit in LA? And I also wanted to ask her what her favorite modifier is. And then <laughs> lastly, I <laughs> wanted to hear a story about her wildest guest experience. Anyways, cheers. Thanks. Talk to that's,
0: that's a, full, that's Sean a four parter. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep track of this one for you. So we're going
3: to start <laughs> off with your first job. First bar job. Um, wow. So, um, I've worked in hospitality for about 14 years, um, started when I was, uh, 16, um, and I worked my way up to bartending. Um, I had my first bar job five years ago, um, where basically I was working in the Valley serving and, um, they would just be like, oh, the bartender called out today. Can you bartend today? And I was just like, uh, what, (laughs) like I've made a margarita before. Sure. Sure. So I stood behind the bar with my phone and literally was like, someone ring in old fashioned. I'm like, uh, old fashioned, okay, I can stir that. Sure. I I wish today that I could taste like half of those drinks I sent out, because honestly, I died really bad. Um <laughs> wasn't until like God, four years ago now that um oh wait, yes, yeah, so that other one was six years. I can do math. Um, six years to now, four years. Um, so two years later, I went into full transition from serving to bartending and, uh, started working at little Prince in Venice. And, um, that was a kind of popped up, pop up, turned into a little restaurant and, um, had a little nine seat bar there. And that is when I had my first actual like craft cocktail experience, my first mentor, and uh, I was working under Steve Fountain, who is a dear friend of mine today. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was my first real... I, I call that my first real bar job because the first one was just literally, like, being thrown, not even in a remotely good way. Like, it was just, like, thrown into the den with zero tools of anything. Yeah, you uh, say that, but you know that
0: that, that was what made you, made a, you a good a bartender.
3: Good bartender. <laughs> I mean... I feel like that was basically like, it it was so frustrating. It wasn't even like, you know, yes, I I get it. Being thrown into everything, that's how you learn. But this was like, imagine if one day they were like, hey, the head chef called out. Can you like go cook for the restaurant? And you're just like, "Uh, (laughs) the burritos for everybody. everyone gets burritos and (laughs) doing this thing, (laughs) And if you don't eat them, I will. But yeah, so it was just like, I can't even say that was even remotely like a good experience in learning because there was just nothing to learn with that. It wasn't until I actually was working with Steve and had him be like, Hey, this is how you actually stir something. And this is how you, you know, properly shake. And I mean, I'm talking like straight basics. That was my very, very first bar experience. Um, you learned speed. I'm sure.
2: Yeah. I
3: mean, so yeah. It was a nine seat bar with uh, about 50 seats in the restaurant. And we'd always like weekends, we'd be running two, three deep and there was no bar back. It was literally just me servicing the whole restaurant and that go, bar. Go, so, go. Do
0: uh, it.
3: I, I definitely had my ass kicked count, like day after day until I finally was like, okay, this is finally kind of somewhat clicking. Ish. all right so well then uh, obviously you
0: need some a watering hole for yourself so the second question is uh mm-hmm. what what is your favorite bar to to go to in la
3: i it's really kind of a mood and an area thing for me so um if i'm sticking mid-city area or you know kind of like more central west hollywood area uh i would say melrose umbrella co is my one of my Yay. favorite shot out I love them so much. I, they are honestly, it's like the best hospitality, the best, just like sweetest people. Every single time I've gone there, I've been so happy. And that was the only bar I went to during bartender boxing. When I was like, I will sit here and have a Tobo Chico and a Lime and still get some type of bar experience while I'm dead sober for this whole, you know, training. That's so but it's a great bar. Um, it's, I'm, I love it. I love it so much. And their taco, their about they're doing
1: right now is pretty cool too
3: next door their best house selection is amazing yes Uh, it is i'm so happy thomas has been i've gone there a couple times and it is so much fun to go visit and see the gang there um but yeah i uh i love umbrella if i'm uh more kind of in like venice santa monica area scopa is amazing i know uh you know pablo is obviously incredibly talented and um few really really awesome people there as well if i am in downtown i feel like i'm god that's actually really tough because i feel like i can go you know that's a that's a bouncing area yeah yeah no i i never i I feel like i've never left downtown in any way sober
0: sober. yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh, fun
3: downtown is great i have napped in so many ubers leaving downtown um (laughs) Hey, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Guilty. I mean, yeah, it's every, well, I can't say everyone. I think most people are pretty much able to handle their nap time, but not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I am the type of person I can fall asleep on like a 20 minute flight, you know, or like, they a little puddle jumper. Oh, I'm out. Like you put me in a comfy little seat and I'm just close my eyes. I'm gone. Yeah. Um I'm like a baby. But, yeah. But no, um, in downtown. I loved, um, I love kind of doing like either ratchet or bougie um i either go like total random dive bars and shit or i'm like going to odium and 71 above and like all the you know fancier it has everything you need it has all the
0: elements yeah okay hold on so now okay this is a four-parter guys Uh, (laughs) uh, so uh the favorite modifier one answer Uh,
3: that's a that's a
0: tough question
3: i know it's a hard one um, but
0: For listeners that don't understand what I mean by modifier, it's basically like a, a, an addition to a cocktail that changes the flavor profile, basically.
3: An additional spirit. Um, I mean, I would say I typically uh, venture towards like Amari um, just because I love adding like bitter kind of flavors and cocktails while adding a little bit of viscosity. So... Um, I definitely veer towards various amari, or amari being the plural of amaro, um, just uh, which is the Italian word for bitter. So, do you have uh, a specific,
0: or are you going to st- stick with the general?
3: Um, I mean, I <laughs> I love Montenegro. Um, I love, I honestly, Chinar is a special place in my heart. Thirty, um, I love, I, oh my god I used to shoot ginar like there was a phase I went through where we were just doing shots of it like crazy and
1: I love ginar oh, ginar is I is think ginar is my favorite yeah, yeah it heart. might be yep. my favorite yep. well when yeah
3: I'm to, Amari, to people I'm like oh it's like distilled from artichokes they're like what the fuck I'm like It's good. Trust me. It's good. Leave me
0: alone and just drink it. it.
1: I think it was Rob Noyola who taught me half Chinar, half Applejack with like a pinch of salt.
3: mm, Oh, yeah.
1: That sounds bomb. Oh, yeah. Real good.
3: Dude, Rob is actually one of the first, like, solid L.A. bartenders that I met, like, in my transition from serving to bartending, because he worked at a bar, which is literally like a stone's throw from my apartment here. And I would always go there, and I'm like, that guy knows his shit. Like, I... He's great. He's so great. You hear that, Rob? You hear that, Rob? You hear yeah. that, Ross? Shout out, Rob. Yeah. <laughs>
0: shout out. Put that in your back pocket, will you?
2: Oh, wait, there's oh, another good. caller
0: here. Oh. So
1: this is a message for the fabulous Carissa Kaufman. Uh, and I just
0: was curious
1: um, what got you into hospitality and, in particular, bartending? Like, what was your passion behind that? Um, hope to hear from you. Bye. They
3: go. They go. Whoever- like this,
1: fabulous Kirsten yeah. Kaufman.
3: Well, I just feel like shit. <laughs> okay. um, wow. Um, well, yeah. So as I was saying before, that I've been in hospitality for 14 years. I, you know, I started when I was 16. My mom served when she was younger. She, um, you know, both my brothers, we've all I have two older brothers. Uh, we've all worked in restaurants, and um, and so that was kind of just the natural, like, oh, after you do your Oh, your little minimum wage, shitty summer camp jobs and stuff that you blow your brains out. You know, you can go work at a restaurant for less hours and make more money. That's exciting. Nice. So, um, yeah, tight. Um, so, yeah, so I transitioned to that and um, I was really lucky to uh, kind of jump into serving the moment i turned 18 um they so were like oh you can legally hold a tray now like absolutely get out there <sighs> so um it was awesome and i did that all the way through um till i got to my junior year of college and i was like oh, okay i need to like really focus now and graduate so i took a little year break or couple year break um graduated and then um I actually dabbled in corporate life for a bit and got away from hospitality and was like, I'm going to, you know, I got a fancy degree. I'm going to go use it and work at a office job and, you know, be a CEO when I'm 30. Um, turned out that I hated that. Um, I missed <laughs> restaurants so much. I, uh, I always even supplemented those careers with like, you know, still picking up weekend shifts and doing what I could. And, um, eventually I was like, man, this really sucks waking up at 5 a.m. to drive to downtown and, you know, hate myself for $40,000 a year. (laughs) And, And then, you know, I go in on the weekend, go make like a few hundred dollars and I have the best time ever. And I'm like, this is stupid. I'm making more money in two days. than I was in all five days and I'm enjoying this versus like hating this. Right. So, I made that, you know, full transition back to hospitality and did not look back. And um from there I was like, well, if this is my new career, how do I, you know, improve from here? Because I can't just, you know, stay stagnant and keep doing the same thing for the rest of my life. And so, let
0: it yeah, and that's a fizzle out period unless you yeah, like, keep moving.
3: No, for sure. I mean, it's like it's, I mean, I, I'm friends with some dear, um, like career servers and I think that's awesome. Um, but they've grown within becoming, you know, either a sommelier or doing additional steps that they can to be a lead or working the way up through nicer, nicer restaurants. So for me, I was like, well, I've already worked in everything from your quick kind of like fun Mexican style places to, um, Asian infusion restaurants and then doing like I mean, I worked at steakhouses, I worked at sushi bars, I worked all over the place. So I was like, all right, well, what's my next step from here from serving? And uh, that was actually when I went to Little Prince, I was hired as a server and they were like, so would you be interested in management? And I was like, yeah, like, you know, but if I'm going to manage, I need to work every front of house position because I never want to be that person that's like telling people how to do their job. And I don't even know how to do their job. Yep. So I was like, so yeah, I'm going to need a bartend if I'm going to jump into management. So that's actually how I got into bartending and then was like, oh, this is tit. tits. I'm really into this. (laughs) Now, I I can't believe I just said, why? That's not me. (laughs) (laughs) This is what Mezcal does. It makes you say comments (laughs) like tits. It Um, has
0: nothing to do with this podcast. It has nothing to do with this podcast.
3: (laughs) Oh, God. we're drinking
1: what Uh, no family podcast
3: guys family family oh sorry sorry grandma again i forgot (laughs) Uh, but yeah i so that's how i kind of got into bartending and um you know i've been thinking about those next steps again after like working at a bunch of different bars and now it's kind of like all right cool i feel like i'm into like the idea of rest uh you know bar management and then moving upwards into working with a brand eventually and you know kind of moving moving my way through that path. Um, But yeah, so this is just my next next step right now, which is pretty exciting. It's fun.
0: Well, 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 well done. Oh, we got another caller on the line. Shall I push that button? Do do it. Do it.
1: Do it. Hi, my name's Natalie. I am
3: very curious what your guys' favorite simple syrup is and what you've been doing with it.
1: All right. Thanks. Love the podcast. Take care. I like that hey, yo. question. Yo, nice. Has anyone been doing anything seasonal with syrups? Or I mean, I just have like my go-to for everything, and it's the most cop-out syrup you'll ever. But I don't care. Hibiscus syrup all day, baby. It's the easiest, uh, uh, most like it, it just goes well with everything. Whether you're making a cocktail, if you just want to put soda water in it and drink, I love love hibiscus tea. So like that's kind of like my forever. I, like I have a bunch of your tannin. hibiscus
0: sir, uh, flowers here too, by the way, Adele. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well,
1: you can keep them. <laughs> okay, well, I'll have them here for you if, we, if I don't use them. You can have them. <laughs> you can have them. Oh, gosh.
3: That's so nice. It's the
1: easiest. I know it's the most played out. You Every fucking cocktail menu has had some sort of hibiscus syrup situation, but I don't care. It's the easiest to make. It goes well in everything. It's floral, but not too floral. Um. It, it, it's gonna tan, like, get some tannins to it. So it kind of bounces out the fact that it's a simple syrup. I love it. My favorite. I love it too.
3: Where Carl, are so you? What you got going? Up, up. Uh, my. I'm like, wait, are this you going? Is- my- you are in the hot seat. You're in the hot seat. Ah! <laughs> so <laughs> um, <a> hot. <laughs> I can't handle the pressure. Uh- <laughs> God, I uh, it's so funny because I've actually um, I was just listening to Rob's podcast earlier um, where he was talking to Dushan about his specs on a uh, like a just classic simple syrup. And uh, he was saying, you know, way now doing one and a half parts to one for water, Um, just basically like he was calling a one to one ratio being just watered down or, or sorry sugar water. And, uh, he was talking about more wrench, uh, simple syrup, which is an argument I've had as of the past, like couple months, a few times actually with uh, bartenders saying, Oh no, you got to do a two to one. You got to do a one-to-one classic or, you know, whatever. And it's funny. I know just straight up simple syrup is the most like basic as fuck, but it's funny about just like messing around with the actual specs, because for me, I, I mean, your simple and everything is basically just viscosity in your cocktail. I mean, yes, sweetness, but a huge part of it is like you're thickening your drink. So if you want something that's gonna be more like light and airy, are you doing a more rich simple? Are you doing something that's gonna be a little bit more like crushable, you know? And so I'm kind of just messing around with different weights and seeing how things taste. But as far as like a fun, kind of different syrup, I guess uh I don't know. I actually, I do like working with teas a lot. Like I think green tea simples, and stuff like that are really nice. Uh, at Odium, we did that a lot. Um, with, uh, you know, we had more of like a Japanese flair and like a few of our cocktails and, you know, we worked with like Yuzu and green tea and stuff like that. And all works really nicely, but I like, I really just like to keep classic as far as like not masking the flavors of the spirit that's going to be in there. Cause I feel like a lot of times when you're doing a lot of those like heavier, more intense things, it's just like you can't even taste whatever spirits in there like cool right a vodka cocktail or something that you're just like throwing stuff in great but you know if you have like a solid mezcal or if you have you know even like a really dope whiskey you just like it's going to be lost if you're using yeah. all these like intense flavors um, totally. So, totally
0: so what you generally you're saying that you would aim to stick with a s- simple syrup
3: and yeah, then work I mean, with the
0: f- viscosity of it but, like a simple simple syrup so wait well, <laughs> I, I just i kind of want to now I'm a little like intrigued what out of your, you know, testing the waters as Mm -hmm. the sugar waters, as you could say, uh, what has been like your favorite, just like general favorite
3: ratio? I guess it again, really just depends kind of what is going in there or like what cocktail I'm trying to create from it. Let's say Um, old fashioned.
0: Let's, let's stick, you know, like a whiskey sugar, bitter scenario.
3: I actually have just been doing like the actual physical sugar cube, um, but yeah, what, uh, that's that's my favorite too. Yeah. I um I mean if I'm working at a bar or something that's more quick, yes, I will do like a classic, simple. And most bars I have worked at have just been one to one ratios. Um not many places I've seen in LA even do two to one. So two to one yeah <laughs> i've never messed with the two yeah i've never
1: even messed with like messing with the ratios of this so at Dama we didn't use simple syrup we used um baker sugar so you have like a thing of baker sugar you'd like tea a little oh, bar right. spoon yeah. sugar and honestly that's probably my favorite because it's almost like you're making this a syrup out of the cocktail so it has a lot of this like the mouthfeel yeah. of it. it is very creamy I, I, I don't know if creamy is the right word but it definitely changes the mouthfeel it's really cool the and like, for like yeah velvety yes but like for decorates it's the best it's like yeah. the, the absolute best but I'm having a hard time finding baker sugar at the store. Like it's not easily, you, you have to is order baker it. Is Baker's sugar
0: just super fine sugar?
1: It's like super, it's like, it's like between granulated and powder. Like somewhere in between. So is, you know what you could do
0: is you could just blend it. Huh. Yeah, I did a I big old that. like look in. I could do that. I did I a look in that. on it, the internet. <laughs> because yeah, I, was, but, I was curious what super fine sugar was recently. And I was like, what the yeah, hell is because, super fine sugar? So because,
1: uh, and it's just... Uh, powdered sugar, sugar, sugar actually <laughs> has cornstarch in it. That's why I like, use it for frosts and stuff like that. It, it adds like some kind of like texture. With the, the, so if you just grind up sugar, it's not really powdered sugar because powdered sugar has um, cornstarch. But mm-hmm. that makes sense if you just grind it up. It's just... Yeah, yeah anyway, it, it's just in a blender. Bigger sugar is the tits in cocktails. I've done it. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
3: You know, the thing is, too, is, I mean, if you think about it, if you're doing a one-to-one ratio, it's obviously just adding more water into the cocktail. Right. So if you're to you know remove which honestly i'm not opposed to yeah i mean i'd rather get my additional water just from the dilution of shaking or stirring or you know whatever like that way versus you know if you're i mean i guess yeah again for speed sure it's easier to have it somewhat a little bit more diluted because then you can just shake faster you know quick little thing and you can serve quicker but um Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly avoid syrups when I can. Um, I'd rather use a modifier as, um, you know, use or jot, use something that's like in a way to get your sweetness and not, not just use just straight sugar, you know, fruit sugars, things like that, that you can pull sweetness from. But I, like I said, with, as far as syrups go, I think of that more as your, uh, your mouthfeel. So If something needs a little bit more viscosity, then I'll be like, all right, let's add a little touch of simple, you know, things like that. So, again, that's like my perfect scenario. There's a difference of like what makes sense in a bar and what I would love to do. Right,
1: right, totally
3: changes that we do to you know for speed or for you know for volume but yeah yeah and at a
0: certain point the yelp reviews might start coming in
3: yeah <laughs> you know my <laughs> drink took 30 minutes i don't know why i'm back there like mini, <laughs> <laughs> you're, mini you're, you're plucking, yeah
0: you're like plucking like the berries out of like a raspberry or something That's like so funny.
3: i dc'd all of my strawberries <laughs> for each cocktail yeah. and yeah. i promise you'll taste the difference.
0: Uh, well, I guess my answer is pretty simple, like as just as simple as syrup is. Is that <laughs> I I usually just utilize whatever produce, like if it's not just straight up simple syrup, I use utilize whatever produce is going bad in my refrigerator, so it it goes into a jar that's preserved a little bit, as well as it makes it so I'm not throwing away produce that I've spent my hard-earned money on. So, uh, so that's kind of my way that. all ultimately ends up in a seasonal situation, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, like I'm sourcing seasonal shit from So where, you mean like I'm an olio sacrum? Oil well sacrum. I can do a yeah oleo sacrum or, or just a two to one like like tea essentially where you're adding your, okay. your, your berries like into a uh into your syrup that you're you know cooking down and that duddy duddy duddy. And uh so yeah it just makes so I'm not wasting shit and mainly my money. Um and and then you know I'll cut off all the mold. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and I'll put a little vodka in there. It'll make it last longer. Wait, is this a simple syrup or just like a refrigerated
3: cocktail? You just have one? The- uh, this is just <laughs> called Mama's medicine. <laughs> so then yeah, I add a little bit of alcohol and I shake it and then I put that in the fridge. And that's my
1: coffee.
0: Yeah. And then we're call- and then you call that a wham bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> uh Oh my gosh, okay, I feel really bad because this caller has been on the line since the beginning of this whole podcast. But we, this is our final caller, and I'm so excited to answer this call. So thank you, caller, for calling in. What do you got to say, baby?
2: So I have a perfect question for the cocktails team of crackpot psychiatry wannabes. I, like most people, have taken to drinking during the pandemic. <sighs> I know, but... While I never plan on quitting drinking because it is the reason to wake up every morning, I would like to cut back in general on the alcohol intake. Current life goals only drink on the weekends. But what do you do when those Monday night blues come along and you want to have a delicious cocktail and possibly feel a little bit more relaxed? Have you guys found anything that you like to do? I know they're selling all these crazy mocktails and this and that and the other online. I wish I was a stoner. Unfortunately, I'm not. don't love it because it makes me paranoid. Um, What about, like, drinks with, like, adaptogens and kava? Have you guys dabbled in this? Any sort of non-alcohol or alcohol substitutes you guys have found um, that you like as professional drinkers yourselves? I know there's something called, like, seed lip out there. I don't know.
1: What are you guys' thoughts on it? Is it a good idea?
0: Should I just drink myself to sleep every night? I don't know. Help! Is she caught so, from a fish tank? <laughs> yeah. So that is our great aunt robot lady.
3: <laughs> I I think I heard that. She, uh, well, okay. What so, I heard. Well, I have a transcript. So. I, yeah. Let, uh, let me help out
0: uh, a little bit. Says, so. Our caller says hello. So I have a perfect question okay our
1: transcript's not the best <laughs>
0: <I'm> a, <laughs> we'll see how it works
1: she's asking like what, what do you do for, for 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 things that are relaxes her that at the end of the day that's not alcohol right yeah Basically. she's looking for a, a
0: yeah an alternative for a relaxing she's not she's not a stoner she doesn't smoke not weed. weed uh oh, okay. yeah, she I wants was something like, that like chill chill her out at the end of the day like and, but change the whole like, r- you know, the COVID thing of like, oh,
1: we're just gonna have a drink kind of thing. Yoga. Meditating.
3: Uh, <laughs> I love how we both
1: went. Like- <laughs> 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 Who am I kidding? How am I gonna do fucking yeah. well, yoga?
0: <laughs> I, I just think that that's like it's a great answer, but it's also like for not the people, the people yeah. that aren't already in the yoga thing. Right, I don't right, know if right. now is going to be the time, especially if you're going to trying to transition out of like a, like a routine of having a cocktail at the end of the night.
3: I think that issue too is cause like, I mean, thinking back to like my horrific corporate days of, you know, after sitting in the car for an hour and a half of traffic and, you know, dealing with a long ass day, the last thing That's I wanted sink. to do yep. was go home and go do, do some yoga. yoga. Like, right. Yeah, I'm like, It almost I- is like more aggravating. Yeah. It's like, how am I supposed to be calm and Zen right now when I just want to like go to sleep and crush a bottle of something? Um, Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly uh, what my thought was. That's yeah. Um,
1: I think rituals can be pretty comforting. So maybe finding some kind of ritual where that means go home and like, uh, make yourself some tea or do something that you do every like a, like a routine. I don't know. I find a lot of, um, comfort in routine.
0: Yeah, I do too. And I also, I absolutely agree with that. But, uh, for like a, uh, I did, I did like a no five week, no drinking thing so far in this COVID. I'll probably jump in on that again pretty soon just cause it made me feel really good. And like what I did is like, I'm all about tricking my own brain when I want to like change my routines. And like, so I would just, I just got non-alcoholic beers and like straight up, they have some really good non-alcoholic beers out there right now. And, uh, I would seek them out. That's that's my advice is find an alternative. And like, yeah, there is the alternative spirits too. And I tested those out for myself and they didn't sorry, I'm not I'm not trying to bash brands or anything, but like they didn't they didn't pan out for me. They weren't a substitute, but there's some really good non alcoholic beers. There's a couple brands there's athletic brewing company that makes an incredible IPA that tastes like an IPA and like it totally was like, Oh yeah, like so I just watched some Netflix and watched and drank a Freaking non-alcoholic IPA and I was like a happy camper. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, um, Yeah. I mean, that was like kind of starting to say this about like tea or something. I feel like sitting down and having something warm and comforting, like a hot tea or, you know, um, a thing like that. I, I'm trying to think because it's I immediately, my head goes to what other vices can we find? You know, it's like, okay, totally. we're not, we're not smoking weed. We're not, uh, we're not drinking. We're not, you know, um, other things, then yeah, what other advice? Like I don't want to say, oh, crush like some chocolate because that'll get you that same little like fun. And also, you know? Yeah. And also like
0: like you can't do like coffee because that's gonna keep you up all yeah, night. So like
3: yeah. So I feel like tea is kind of the only thing that I can think of that's like okay a nice healthy comforting alternative that's like relaxing and you know um I mean there's some people that aren't tea people and there's you know it really is just kind of crafty um, yeah it's
0: start crafting, yeah, crafting. You'll, you'll craft yourself asleep I... reading maybe uh... i don't know like i have a i i feel like that question as little or as much as we heard of it like i <laughs> i feel like it's very similar to, as a personality type as i am and like it like legit like for me dude it's just like replacement and tricking like it's just like That's okay saying,
3: like a replacement or another vice like it's kind of just like you can't you can't just pull one thing and be like, I'm just going to remove that from my life. You yeah. Got to find humans don't do else. that.
1: Yeah. It's like yeah, you're, there, it and heroin. In Our what,
3: <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we do not condone that. Quick.
0: We don't condone that. No, don't do it.
3: Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I don't know. Find some solid music. Like I um, play music.
0: That's uh, a good uh, one. Yeah. Uh, what
3: are those? Uh, Lofi playlists. or whatever. Is that what it's? Or am I thinking? Uh, Lofi, make some bread. <laughs> I Loafing. love like my brain went oh, like a low like like, what is that like all oh, you know it's like the zen kind of chill hip hop music or whatever that's like all no singing beats or whatever i'm probably making people cringe right now um, I, I don't know
0: what it is don't, i'm the worst at this stuff well, i mean like- i
3: mean that's true what you guys are like, like you can't get rid of a habit
1: you can only replace it so maybe like what she wants is like instant gratification and maybe not do like not go for a run or, or like do an activity instead of drinking maybe just like mm-hmm. meditating like literally sitting in one spot and like and just Stay still for whatever amount and do breathing exercises that's like kind of instant gratification, and you don't really have to do 50 jumping on a run, you don't have to, you know, bake anything, you don't have to craft it, you just like sit there. So, that could be that could be a good one.
3: And I think Headspace is doing like a free trial, something period, right now. I like just saw that on a page that, um, and it's like free meditation. Kind of meditation. Oh, that's cool, yeah. I- I oh, I know. How-
0: the one thing I've discovered, I'll share my secret here. Uh is the one thing I've discussed, discovered for mocktails is that uh I've done for my classes, I don't I don't drink during my classes. I'll use different things. Um I, I mean I'll either use the alcohol, I'll use either alcohol and then like give my husband the cocktails or something, but I don't drink while I'm doing the classes. Mm-hmm. Um but I've done things like replace different things in the bottles. Sorry, brands. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, this is the this is the better for the go- greater good here. Um, but to replace whiskey, what I do, which I would suggest if it's late at night, caller, is replace the whiskey with water and instant coffee, and just shake it up in the bottle, and then make a cocktail with it. And if it's late at night, use decaf like instant coffee, but if it's during the day and you want to like have like a little day like co- like non-alcoholic cocktail, straight up it tastes fucking good and it fills the gap. It gives you that like extra buzz and like you're just like, okay, let's go, you know. <laughs> uh and it works i'm telling you it's really fucking good just like put in your whiskey bottle again you gotta trick your brain uh put get an empty whiskey bottle put water in it and stick some instant coffee in there and then shake it up and uh and then replace the same measurements of the coffee with coffee water with whiskey and it totally works it's good too the the mocktails are good
3: i definitely use cold brew a lot with uh with some of my cocktails so that could be uh fun little alternative. But yeah, um, I mean not for nighttime. Cause that would be, aggressive. yeah, you gotta have
0: that decaf. Like if yeah.
3: I have a coffee,
0: like after like two o'clock, I'm up till like 12, three, five. Done. I just had some mate right that now. So. I was
3: like, That's so cute. That's so early. Hey,
0: <laughs> I'm not bartending. I haven't bartender since, since March 15th, man. I'm like a, like I'm in bed by like 11. I'm like up by eight o'clock, ready to go. Boom, boom,
3: boom my anxiety with like everything that's gone on with quarantine i am like there's some nights i can't pass out till like five or six like i'm just like that's so so hardly oh yeah like if i'm asleep at noon and any night i am stoked that's like i am very very rarely asleep before like I i think like two to three is my sweet spot of actually finally passing out so
1: That's crazy, dude. It's, it's midnight it that- and I'm like falling asleep. I'm like, I'm so
0: tired.
3: Why do you think I post cat videos at like four in the morning? <laughs> that are like literally you do that. <laughs> I literally, you'll see. Next time you wake up and you see a video, look at the timestamp and be like, Oh, Krista posted us on her story four hours ago. It is eight a.m. So she was up till four <laughs> 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 watching cat videos per usual. So amazing. Cat- her usual Good shit.
0: Good shit. Okay, guys. Thank you everyone who called in. Phenomenal job. Great questions. Bravo. The, t- the cream of the creme. Uh, and I'm very, very Thank you. I'm very thank you about you guys calling in. I'm very Um, thank you about you too. (laughs) Oh my gosh! So thank you guys. Thank you callers so much for calling in. This has been a phenomenal episode. Carissa, you are incredible. You've like you've put the time in. You've done you've done the dirty the dirty dirty (laughs) the the dirty dirty the dirty work. I don't know why I say things. It's weird how my brain works. uh, but yeah, thank you so much, Christopher, for coming on. This has been fantastic. Um, thank you. I'm, I'm excited to see like w- where you go, what you're going to be doing. Keep us posted always. Um, and that being said, keep our all the listeners posted what you're doing too. Can you want to uh, do a nice share about plugs about like what you're up to? Maybe like your Instagram.
3: Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, to start, my Instagram is just my full name because um, I am really terrible at naming things um so yeah it is uh carissa the letter m and uh kaufman is my handle go follow dm me say hello um and as for what i've been up to i have been little uh boozy ice creams lately and uh mm-hmm. yeah they're yeah Del, you got to try the uh survey yes. like
1: a sorbet. It was freaking delightful and it came with a poem too which was really exciting Holy it was Christ. really good wow. it was delicious
3: that sounds amazing how do people get that so that was a little idea i had before i went back to work when i was kind of just bored of shit in my apartment i'm like what can i do and i wanted to come up with this like really fun little project and i was like I don't know why one day I was like, I want to make something like sweet and fun. That's like boozy related. And I just like bought an ice cream machine and started kind of like thinking of ideas. And one day I was like, I'm going to make a Campari sorbet and I'm going to just do a huge bulk of it and then just drop it off to like a bunch of different bartenders in LA and just, you know, try to make some people smile during these crazy times. So
1: I did smile. So mission accomplished.
3: It was so good. Amazing. Your does cherry co- pico was Do- lit
1: too, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. I feel like, that feels like that happened so long ago. Oh, my God. That was
3: so long ago. Does, but does yeah. Campari I, uh... has
1: Campari tried the ice cream yet? Did they know about it?
3: Yeah. So um, one of my friends works uh, for Campari. He's out in Chicago. And um, so I hit him up about it. And he was like, he was like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. Like, yeah, dude. And he uh, sent me a couple bottles so that I could at least help with that part of it. But Um, the whole kind of creation idea was all out of pocket. So, um, it definitely was intense. I delivered over 40 sorbets all over. And, um, so everyone was like, oh my God, you got to do more of this. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to, but I can't just like, you know, spend hundreds of dollars every like (laughs) month on like this, like whole extravagant thing. So, you know, I kind of kept it in my back pocket. Like, yeah, this is a fun thing. And I had some brands reaching out to me saying like, Hey, if you want to use, our, you know, our spirit will, you know, sponsor that. I'm like, okay, yeah, like you'll pay for the bottles, but like, can you pay for like anything else? Like, I can't. Really, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you save me sixty dollars, but how about the like few hundred or you know whatever? But um, so I kind of like I said, back burner. Um, and uh, recently I started working um with a bunch of different brands that have been like really, it, it's all kind of in the works right now, but I've been r and with four different new, I've done ice creams now too. I kind of expanded from just Sorbet. So, and I recently kind of started some conversations about potentially uh, selling them out of bars. So Ooh, I love that. So, Hell yeah. yeah, dude! It,
0: it seems like it'd be a perfect time to be utilizing, like, especially some of the bars that are not in full capacity at this point. So I think that's like a win-win situation for sure.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I, so, you know, like, uh, employees only has their whole outdoor marketplace that they've been doing. Um, which by the way, if you guys have not gone there, highly recommend. I adore, um, I had Orso pasta just did this, uh, has a pop-up there and their cacio pepe is fire. It is so good. They have pizza, they have like all different little pop-ups. So I was kind of talking to them about saying like, "Hey, like I could do a little pop of my ice creams there." So that's kind of in the works right now. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. woo, 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 but, go girl, you know, go, go, go! the ice cream and yes, you know, my two favorite things.
1: Everyone needs that ice cream. Fuck yeah!
3: Desserts and booze. I want to get drunk and you know yeah, fuck you. fuck yeah. That's my marketing spiel. Get drunk and get Keep- sugar. I love it. I'm almost there. Yes. Awesome. Um, Yeah. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to be posting about it on my page. So, you know, follow along for that. And uh, eventually when I, you know, finally decide on a company name, I can start a separate page for that and get that rolling professionally. But, you know, with the whole sucking at coming up with names, that's been my (laughs) biggest struggle. (laughs) So. Yeah, dude, finding trademarks is wild. It's like every time I come up with something, I'm like, "That's amazing," and I Google it, and it's like, already you know, done. Like, yeah, already done. So I'm like, I'm really trying to avoid calling it like Carissa's Ice Creams or you know something like so basic as that. But damn, it is like it is definitely a struggle. So. Well, we are excited
0: about it and we will, you know, we, we we will support you here on TalkTales all the way along. So keep us uh, (laughs) informed on your progress and we're excited to see it. So that sounds amazing. Um, Yeah. yeah, uh, So, okay. Adele, like this is,
1: I'm going to cry. I don't know. Are you going to cry? No. No. I it, Adele. I thought you're, you're the crier. I'm not the crier. I am, I am actually the crier. Why are we group. crying? Well, because the episode's ending. Because the episode's ending. Oh. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I do, <What> <laughs> but I do want to say that um, we here at us we're all over 21, way over 21. So uh, we drink often. <laughs> uh, we drink a lot. But we do so responsibly. We don't drink and drive. So please don't do it if you're going to drink um take an uber to drive t- your bike your ride skateboard your, walk ride, ride your don't drink and drive ride your friend ride your friend <laughs> <laughs> piggyback
3: rides i got you Donkey ride. Up. i will <laughs> piggyback ride anyone if it avoids you from drinking and driving i will carry you home <laughs> just go ahead donkey ride right? um <laughs>
1: and if you want i can't do this you, 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 you can do, the do the it now. oh yeah, yeah if you want to be uh uh reach out. Uh <laughs> you can reach out talk to us at thepodcast.com or shoot us an email talk to us thepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yes. If you want to be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the other th- things. Just call yeah. us. Just oh call us, God. email us, DM oh. us. Don't drink it, Jerry. <laughs> Those things. Absolutely. 100%. Well done, Adele. Well done. Oh
0: my God, 100%. And thank you so much, every, uh, everyone that called in. Amazing. Uh, thank your, you. Your time, your questions are all great. Uh, thank also you, want Carissa, to... for being here. We really appreciate your 100%. time. 100%. Thank you so much uh, to Josh who created our theme song. Thank you to Grayson who created our logo. Thank you to Rashid. You, like, save our voices every single week. You're a, you're a man of... Great honor, great honor. (laughs) Oh, that too. That too. And magic. Um. And (laughs) thank you, Adele. Thank you, Shauna.
1: You're my you're my kindred spirit. You're my heterosexual life partner.
0: And I I would I will always be here for you. (laughs) And I will always be here for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we did it. All right, so guys, uh, let's go out of this thing with a with a cheers as we do. And cheers. So cheers. Party on. drinking cocktails, you guys.
2: Cocktails. Cocktails. Cocktail.
0: Cocktail.